BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hello. Oh my goodness. It is solo episode o'clock. It is just me and my sweet circlers. I'm so excited about this episode. It feels like it's been forever since we just talked. You know, we've had so many amazing guests and I really love doing episodes with guests so much, but I was just so excited to sit down in my comfy clothes. I'm actually still in my pajamas put a sweatshirt on over my pajamas, but, and just like hang out with my sweet circlers because it's been so long. So I hope that you're all comfy and cozy while you're listening. And if you're driving or you're circler strutting or whatever you're doing, I just hope that you're doing well. And I'm doing pretty well. It is, it's been a while since we've like actually chatted. So obviously I'm going to update you guys on everything pregnancy. I'll tell you about my 30th birthday. We have some pop culture stuff to catch up on. If you're watching this, you can see that I'm wearing my Taylor Swift merch. So you probably already know what the pop culture stuff is going to be that we're going to talk about. But yeah, let's just get right into it. So I am still pregnant. It is... I'm in my third trimester now, which is fucking insane. I cannot believe that I'm already in my third trimester. I mean, like time has truly flown by, especially with this pregnancy. It just like, it's one of those things that it just feels so long at the beginning because you can't really talk about it and kind of nervous and, you know, there's so many unknowns and then it just starts like flying by and it's really crazy. So I am... 28 weeks while I'm recording this and this comes out on Thursday. So I'll still be 28 weeks. My weeks change every Friday. So on Friday, October 20th, I'll be 29 weeks. Now you can maybe, if you want to know where I'm at and stay on track with that, but that's where I'm at. This episode will probably have a lot of like moments of me taking a breath because it's not as easy to just talk and talk and talk as much as I want anymore, which is probably a blessing for everybody in my personal life. But it's not a blessing for me and my circlers because I want to talk. I have a lot to say. And it's my job to talk and ramble for an hour every week. And it's really hard when I have a hard time doing that because of the baby. But It's worth it, obviously, but I just had to complain about that for a second because it's hard to ramble when you're always out of breath. And I love rambling so much. So that's really difficult. But so I'm 28 weeks, almost 29 weeks. I feel like if you're like watching the video of this, I'm like just really comfortable and I'm like leaning back and just kind of like as wide as I could be right now, just laying. I mean, I'm getting, obviously my belly is growing and growing every week. And I I really do love that. Like, I think it's so, it's really just so amazing to see everything that my body can do. And it's so, 
empowering. I talked about this on one of my vlogs. I don't know if I've really talked much about it on here, but it just feels so like empowering to be able to literally create another human being with my own body. I mean, it's crazy, but it's amazing. And I just like, I, I think, I feel like as the pregnancy has gone on, I've become more and more connected to it. Cause at first, just to be completely honest with you guys, between like the hormones and the changes happening in my body and everything going on it. And also he was so tiny then. So I didn't really like notice a difference. I knew he was growing in there, but like I couldn't tell with my body and like, I couldn't like nothing seemed different. I just felt really weird. And so like I was having a really hard time connecting to it all, but now, you know, I feel him move and I see my body growing and like we have doctor appointments every other week now. And so like, it's just all becoming so much more real. And I'm finally starting to feel so much more connected to my pregnancy and to my body. And that's been happening for the last few weeks now, but it's just, it's been a really nice change. And yeah, it's just like, it's pretty empowering to know that you can do this with your body, you know? And I just, it's been amazing. And so yeah, everything is going well. I'm in my third trimester. I have to start doing like kick counts every day now. So you have to basically like morning and night, make sure that you can feel at least 10 kicks within like a two hour span just to make sure that he's moving okay and everything's okay because that's like main way to track that just daily track that he is doing okay is by counting those kicks because sometimes, you know, because sometimes, you know, the baby can get wrapped up in the umbilical cord and you wouldn't know because obviously it's inside of you. You can't see. So that's like just a way to make sure that everything is going well is to count those kicks. So I've been doing that, been trying not to overthink that one. I feel like my overthinking brain has definitely stepped in a bit and I've just like, I'm like, does that count as a kick? Like, and also like, when do I, do, like, I'm, I think I'm just like, I, she, my doctor was like, you know, within two hours, make sure you can count 10 kicks. And I'm trying to like do that naturally instead of like sitting for two hours <laughs> and like putting off everything I need to do and just sitting there for two hours and being like, is he going to kick? Is he going to kick? Is he going to move? I, I think that that's not healthy for me. And it's not productive because I'm just sitting staring at a wall for two hours waiting to feel the baby move when he might move at a different time during the day. Like it's not going to be it's not going to be like clockwork every single day. So I need to relax a little bit with that. But yeah, something else that I did that I wanted to tell you guys about, which was crazy, was I took my glucose test. A trigger warning, this story does involve throwing up and passing out if you are sensitive to either one of those things, just to let you know. So basically, if you don't know, um, from 24 to 28 weeks, so like entering your third trimester, you get tested for gestational diabetes. And you basically, what they do is they, you go in to get your blood drawn and they give you like a really, really concentrated sugary drink. You drink that within five minutes and then they, then you wait. You see how it impacts your blood sugar. You get your blood drawn after that hour. So you drink the drink. Sorry, I'm like explaining this so poorly. Okay, guys, <laughs> sorry, my bra is like, I, I put on a bra for the circlers because I was trying not to go like tits out in the circle, even though I'm wearing like a giant sweatshirt, but it just felt, it felt a little bit in your face boob wise because the boobs are out of fucking control, to be honest. And the bra is not very comfortable. <laughs> so I'm, like, I'm like fucking... Just, I have not sat still one time this whole episode. And I'm like, I'm like out of breath. I'm getting cotton mouth. I need water. I'm fucking a mess. Anyway, I'm trying to tell you about my goddamn gestational diabetes test. My glucose test, if you will. So they give you a sugary drink. You drink that drink in five minutes. 
you wait an hour. After that hour, they take your blood and they test to test your blood sugar levels to see if you have gestational diabetes. Gestational diabetes is something that happens. It's common. I know people who have had it. It is totally normal and okay if it happens. So I went in for my gestational diabetes test and I was, you know, not looking forward to it at all. Actually, I was kind of really nervous about it, but I was more just like ready to know, ready to know if everything was good, if I needed, if I needed to, cause, cause this is the kicker. If you take this one hour test and your sugar levels, you don't pass it. You have to take a three hour test. So you have to drink the drink and sit there for three hours, test your blood level, blood sugar levels again. And then they find out if you do have gestational diabetes or not. So I was like, just antsy to get this test over with to see what my next step was. So we go in for a doctor's appointment and Cody, and I know this test is going to be like an hour long. I'm like, I'm just going to have to sit there for an hour. I don't even know if Cody needs to come. Like we could take two separate cars because we were going to the doctor before to get an ultrasound. So he obviously wanted to be there for that. But I was like, you probably don't have to come for the the blood test. Like it's going to take an hour and whatever. It's not a big deal. We can take two separate cars. And he was like, no, it's fine. I'll hang out with you. Like you have to sit there for an hour and it'll be boring. Like, let's just hang out. We can just hang out. And I was like, okay, great. I love my supportive husband. Thank God is all I have to say that he decided to show up because here's how my gestational diabetes or my glucose test went. So we go to the doctor before I have to fast, mind you, starting the night before, which is fine because I scheduled the test for like the morning time. So I wasn't fasting for too long. So we go, we get our ultrasound. Baby looks good. Heartbeat's good. Everything's good. And then we go, the blood testing place is in the same building as my doctor's office. So we just go upstairs and we, we take, it's time for the test. And so I go back, they have to draw my blood for some, for another test I needed first. So they do that. And then he's like, okay, time to drink the drink. So he gets me this drink and it's, it's like a bottle of Gatorade. Basically it's orange. I, and mind you, orange is my favorite flavor of Gatorade. I don't know if that's, is that weird? I'm not too sure. People, I don't know. Who knows? That could be that could be considered a red flag or something these days. But my favorite flavor of Gatorade is orange. And so he hands me an orange drink and he like, I like citrusy shit. You know, I'm not like a big berry girl. Thank God it wasn't like raspberry flavor. I don't like raspberry flavor at all. I'm not like, I'm not a, this is going to be controversial, but I'm not a red Skittle girl. I'm like a yellow Skittle girl. I'm not like a pink Starburst girl, sorry, or a red Starburst girl. I'm a orange and yellow starburst girl. It's just who I am. But I think that that makes makes it so that I, I'm so much more enjoyable to eat a pack of starburst with because you'll get all the flavors that you want and I get all the flavors I want. So I'm actually like the perfect starburst eating partner. Anyway, I digress. So he hands me this orange drink and I'm like, orange, amazing. I drink the drink. It was sweet. It was definitely sweet and like a little bit thick, definitely like pretty concentrated all in all, did not taste horrible. Like I was like really scared that it was going to taste bad. It really did not taste horrible. I was feeling pretty good about the drink, to be honest with you. And like proud of myself. I kind of just, I enjoyed it. I didn't feel like I had to like get it down. Like I was, I enjoyed my time drinking that drink. And so I drink the drink and he's like, okay, just go wait for an hour. And I'll call you back here in an hour and we'll take your blood and we'll finish this test up. And I'm like, that sounds amazing, babe. Cannot wait. I didn't call him babe, but I said, that sounds amazing. Can't wait to get this shit tested. So I go back into the lobby and I'm sitting there and Cody and I are like hanging out. Everything's totally normal. Now my like, oh my God, how many times have I said fucking mind you in this episode? Mind you, that's enough. That's enough with mind you. Sorry. But so I'm sitting there and just as a reminder, (laughs) I don't know what else to say besides mind you, mind you, mind you. Okay. So just to clarify, I had not eaten a single thing all day 
And the only thing I had put in my body was this extremely intense, sugary, concentrated drink. And that's the point. But it's a lot to put in your body before having anything else. It's a lot to put in your body in general, but especially right after fasting. So I'm sitting there pretty normal, you know, I'm checking the clock, checking the clock, like time is going slowly, but it's going. Cody and I do a little crossword puzzle. We're hanging out. I'm texting my friends and my parents and I'm like, you know, I'm feeling pretty good. Little like a little weird, just a little like little weird because it's just this only thing in your body. But I, I've heard that that's very normal. So I'm like, it wasn't concerning a weird feeling at all. I felt much weirder in my life than I did in that moment. But yeah, from all in all, fine. Waiting, waiting, waiting. I have about 20 minutes left. I look at the clock. It's been 40 minutes. I'm like, okay, 20 minutes. Cool. I'm almost there. All of a sudden, I'm like, Oh, hmm. Hmm, something feels, something feels weird. Something feels a little off here, a little more off than I was feeling before. And I look at Cody and I'm like, I think I'm going to throw up. And he was like, okay, we don't have much more time. Like you've got this, like, you know, trying to talk me off the ledge because, you know, right when you start feeling like you're going to vom all of a sudden the only thing you can think about is like not throwing up and then like you're you kind of like start spiraling I don't actually know if that's a common universal experience but that's a me experience and so I'm like trying to talk myself off the ledge Cody's trying to talk me off the ledge I don't feel like I'm gonna throw up I'm totally fine everything's fine breathe you're gonna be fine you have 20 minutes left and then I'm like actually no no I think I'm gonna pass out I don't even think I'm gonna throw up I think I'm gonna pass out and I'm like, I, maybe I should get some air. Maybe I need to go outside. And then I'm just, then it starts getting hot. And so I take off my sweater. I have like what used to be a crop, like a little tank top crop top on me. That's now basically just like an, uh, a sports bra because it doesn't fit me anymore. And I'm sitting in the lobby of this blood test center, by the way, with just other people just, you know, also sitting there waiting to get their blood drawn. And I'm like, oh, oh, it's hot take off my sweater, sitting there half naked. And I'm like, okay. And Cody's like, do you want to go outside? And I'm like, I don't know if I can stand up. I'm like trying to put my head between my legs because one time when I was in like third grade, I overheated at my school's fall festival and they told me to put my head between my legs and it really helped. So I'm trying to put my head between my legs, not helping. This is not the school festival. This is, this is the big times. This is the big leagues. I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to pass out. No, I'm going to throw up. I'm going to pass out. I'm going to throw up. I can't figure it out. I'm like, it's really starting to get bad. My hearing's going in and out. Everything around me is spinning. I feel horrible. And at this blood test center, it's not like there's a lot, like a person at a front desk. You check in with like a robot and then the, I almost said lobotomists, <laughs> the people who cut out the frontal lobe of your brain. No, a phlebotomist. I think that's what it's called. The people who take your blood, they just call you back. They take your blood and they send you out. There's no like person at the front desk. So no one's like there to help. Luckily, this guy comes in as I'm mid freak out. As I'm mid freak out, this guy comes in who's like dropping off blood samples and he's like waiting for someone to come grab them from him. He sees I'm freaking out because I'm not being discreet about about it because how could I be really? And he starts like yelling into the back. He's like, hello, is any, can anybody come help me? And also there's someone out here who needs help. Like he's kind of like getting somebody. One of the girls who works at the, one of the phlebotomists, she pops her head out and she like looks in the lobby. She's like, is everything okay? And I'm like, I really don't feel well. I'm not feeling, not feeling great. And she's like, okay, can you walk over here? Can you walk? Can you walk over here? And I like go to stand up and I'm like, absolutely not cannot walk. So the room, like, cause I'm like going to pass out if I stand up and she's like, okay. And I'm like, but I'm going to throw up. And all of a sudden I'm, then I'm doing one of these like actually, actually gagging. And like the, the throw up is, is coming into my mouth. I'm so sorry if this is disgusting for anyone. Okay. So she's like, can you come over over here, I stand up, can't walk. I'm dry heaving, not even dry heaving, throwing up in my mouth, okay? 
And so she's like, okay, just stay there. So Cody like runs over to her, gets a trash can. She comes over with him and I start puking into this bag. Then I'm puking into this bag. As, I, as I'm throwing up, pass out. I pass out. And it was interesting because I've never passed out before. So I don't really know what to expect. But I was like kind of in a dream state. Like I don't really remember what happened, but I was dreaming. I was actually thinking it was I was dreaming about chili. Whatever that means. But so I, when I go unconscious, I think about my dog, I guess is what that means. So I pass out as I'm throwing up. And they're helping me. And then I come to, it was, Cody said it was only like five seconds. And I'm back and I'm like, oh, this is really happening. And then I get it out. I pass out. I wake up and I'm like, okay, okay, I'm fine. And then I was totally fine. And she was like, well, you failed the test. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, no, figured that actually. Thank you. She was like, you're going to have to redo the test because you were throwing up. You threw up the substance and you need to have it in your system for an hour. And I was like, listen, I get it. Okay. I'm not going to redo the test right now, but I could put two and two together. And I do realize that I, that I did not complete the test. Thank you. But she was great. Honestly, she was very helpful. I probably wouldn't have survived without her and Cody. Thank God Cody stayed because can you imagine if I was alone in the lobby of the blood test center? That would have been horrifying. So thank God Cody was, was there to help. And he was so helpful and like amazing. So then I just sat there, drank some water. They gave me like an ice pack for my neck and I like cooled down. And then I was completely fine. I felt weird like the rest of the day, just like a little bit off and like really tired, but like didn't pass out or throw up anymore during the day. So that was like pretty concerning. And I was like, what the hell does this mean? Then I talked to my doctor and she was like, it doesn't mean anything. It's just a really intense drink. Everybody has different reactions to it. But you do need to take the test again. And I knew that was coming, but she was like, there is an alternative. I won't have you drink the drink again, considering the horrible reaction you had to it. So I basically had to eat 18 jelly beans as fast as I could. And then they tested my blood. And which is like, was so much better so much better. And then I got my test results back and I passed. So I didn't have to take the three hour test and I don't have gestational diabetes, but it was a um, traumatic experience. That's for sure. And we can laugh about it, by the way, we can totally laugh about it because it was insane and was not expecting that reaction. It does not need, like, I'm totally fine. So like, it's okay if we give this a little giggle. I'll show you a picture that Cody took of me because my parents, like I texted, we texted, like we always text like our family group chat with his family and our family group chat with my family after every doctor's appointment, just saying like everything with the baby looks good. And so my mom texted and was like, do you guys have any pictures like from the ultrasound? And like right after she sent that is when, you know, I went into, into another world. I entered a different universe and was puking and passing out everywhere. So I, we didn't send her pictures of the baby. And so Cody just sent a picture of me like with my thumb up being like, she just puked and passed out. Here's a picture of someone who puked and passed out in the middle of the blood test center. Ha ha. Which was funny. I told him to do it. And so I do have that picture so I can post that. It's in the video. So if you're watching the video, you can go look at that beautiful picture of me. I'll put it on the Instagram too. Oh my God. I just talked for a while without breathing there. So yeah, that was that. All right. I need to keep it real with my circlers at all times. And I'm not lying when I say that one of the hardest parts about becoming an adult for me personally was having to book all of my own doctor's appointments. I know that is so ridiculous, but like having to make those calls and book those appointments, I just, I had a really hard time wrapping my head around the fact that I had to do it. And especially now that I'm going to be a mom, I'm going to have to do that for someone else. You know, it's just scary all around entering adulthood and realizing that you can't count on your parents to like, just find a doctor for you and line up an appointment for you is rough. And it's scary because I don't even know where to begin, you know? So I started asking literally everyone I know for recommendations 
And then like finally building up the courage to call a doctor's office. And then there's a whole wait list and, or they don't take my insurance or whatever it is. It just was so anxiety inducing to me. And then going to the doctor on top of all of that has always made me nervous. So it was just generally something that made me nervous. I'm not, I I have to be honest, which then leads me down the path of, you know, like Googling my symptoms or listening to TikTok health experts that aren't really health experts um, because I was so discouraged to find a doctor for me. And that was until I got introduced to ZocDoc. ZocDoc is a free app where you can find amazing doctors and book appointments online. We are talking about booking appointments with thousands of top-rated patient-reviewed doctors and specialists. You can filter specifically for ones who take your insurance, are located near you, and treat almost any condition you're searching for. They really just make it so easy. And like, I completely got rid of all of that anxiety that I had before. The average wait time to see a doctor booked on ZocDoc is between 24 to 48 hours. And I've even gotten a same-day appointment before, which is amazing. So there's no more anxiously calling doctors, waiting to talk to them, waiting to find an appointment, finding out they don't take your insurance. None of that. It's all gone because you book right there in the app on ZocDoc with just a few taps. ZocDoc has saved me so much time, has eliminated so much anxiety, and I just think all of you could benefit from it. And I want to eliminate that anxiety for you guys as well. So if you want to try it out, go to ZocDoc.com slash circle time and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's zocdoc.com slash circle time. Zocdoc.com slash circle time. I'm happy I passed. It was intense. And I hope this doesn't like scare anyone to take this test in the future. No one else I've talked to has had that kind of reaction. Some people I know like got a little nauseous or had a little headache after, but no one had that reaction. It's not very common if it would make you feel better to go with someone, just bring someone along with you to the testing center. That, you know, that was all I needed. So yeah, it was so crazy. But that's what happened with that. Happy everything's good in the end. We also took a tour of the hospital and got to see like where I'll be delivering and where we'll be hanging out for a few days after the baby's born. By hanging out, I mean like where we'll be, the hospital room that we'll be in. And that definitely also made it very much more real, but also like so much more exciting, I think also because we can actually like envision things. We're going to start taking some like hospital classes, like a breastfeeding class and a CPR class and like a what to do with the baby when it comes home with you class, which I think should be really helpful because what the hell do you do with the baby when it comes home with you? You know? I know your like motherly instincts just kind of kick in. That's what I keep hearing. But at the same time, it's scary. So yeah, I'm also in the process of planning my maternity leave, which is so interesting to be doing. But that means I'm planning a lot of really great episodes for my sweet circlers. And I'm excited for you to hear them all so that it will be pretty guest heavy for a while, but we'll also do some full story time episodes where you guys can call in and leave voicemails. I still always see questions about that. There is a link in the description of this episode, whether wherever you're listening, there's a link to leave a voicemail in the description of this episode in YouTube, on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, wherever you're listening, there should be a link there. So it's right there and you can just call in and Give me a story, give me a situation, something that's going on in your life, something that you need advice on and I'll give you advice. And so I'll record some of those too for my maternity leave. But planning all of that right now, we'll have some guests on that we've had on before. I'll tell you more about that like when it gets closer because we don't have to think about that just yet. We have a couple more months. So yeah, that is is my pregnancy update a little silly, so silly little story for you guys about getting my blood tested. And that is the pregnancy update. He's doing well. Everything is looking good. We celebrated my 30th birthday a couple weeks ago, a few weeks ago now, which was crazy. The fact that I'm 30, but it was so fun. We just had some people over here 
got some burgers and some ice cream catered. Irv's Burgers came and Creamy Boys came. Two of my faves. Something I have really been craving. Two things I've really been craving during this pregnancy are burgers and ice cream. So it was perfect. And both of them hit this spot beautifully. So that was great. And it was just fun to celebrate. I really like haven't minded not drinking because I'm like a social drinker. I've talked about it many times, but I was always like really curious to see how I would feel about not drinking during these nine months of pregnancy because it is a part of my social life, you know? And so I wasn't worried that it would be hard. I was just worried about like how it would affect everything. And I've actually really enjoyed it. I've enjoyed not, I've enjoyed not drinking, to be honest. Like I've enjoyed mainly not like overthinking everything the next day and thinking about what I said to everyone, but also just like, it's hard to say not feeling hungover because I feel like I still wake up tired and like my body hurts regardless (laughs) because I'm pregnant. So like that hasn't been like, it hasn't been like, oh my God, it's so nice to wake up not hungover because I still feel kind of weird when I wake up either way. But it hasn't bothered me too much. I've really, it's really, I've really enjoyed it. The only time I was like a little bit bummed about not being able to have a beverage or two was my birthday. And I think that's just because like everyone around me was like celebrating me and drinking and stuff. And I was like literally the only sober one. And so I was like, I feel like I'm the only one who wasn't like in the celebration almost, if that makes sense. But I was, I completely was. And like, this is maybe a little ridiculous to say, but that's the only time that I was like, damn, I wish I could have a drink just to celebrate my 30th birthday with everyone. But you know what? I've celebrated all of my other birthdays and had so much fun. And I'm going to have so many other birthdays to come where I can celebrate and have so much fun. So it's totally fine. I think I was just in my feels a little bit, if you will, because that's what happens sometimes. You get in your feels, especially when you're pregnant. But other than that, like, and also I would so much, I would so much prefer everybody else around me to be drinking too, because I want everybody else to like have so much fun. And I, I've gotten this question a lot. Like, what does it feel like to be around a bunch of drunk people when you're the only sober one? I actually really love it. I don't know if that's weird, but like, I, I think it's really fun. And I love like seeing everybody just loosen up and have a good time. And I don't know. I, I love it. I feel like I can almost, I almost like feel drunk off of other people's energy. Okay. And so I really don't mind. I think it's great. I would prefer everybody else to be like drinking and having fun around me instead of everybody just like sitting there because I can't drink. That's a little bit selfish. So, so yeah, I would rather, I would rather everybody be drinking and having fun around me if they want to, they don't have to, but if I don't want to, I don't want to take that away from anyone else just because I'm pregnant. So I much rather prefer that. I just like, I wished that I could have a drink with everyone on my 30th birthday, but I'll have one next year and it's not a big deal. And I'm really like, I think it's really like, I'm like proud of myself that it hasn't been as that hard. Like, and I've, and I've been enjoying my time not drinking because it's such a way, it's like just a part, it's a culture, you know, and it's a social thing. And it's been like kind of cool and refreshing to go to so many different things, weddings, friends, birthdays, my birthday, like all of go to all of these things, all of these things that like maybe at one point I would have like thought I needed to have a drink for to be a little bit more social, but like really just putting myself out there organically and not being able to depend on alcohol to help me relax and just having to relax on my own. I think it's been really great and really helpful. And so I've, I've been enjoying it. I have. And that's, that's my little rant about that. I actually wasn't really expecting to talk about that, but I'm happy to, because that was one of those things that I like used to think about, like 
getting pregnant and not being able to drink for nine months, even though I wasn't like drinking crazy amounts or anything, but I would always think about it. And I'm happy to report that it is not as scary and it's actually really cool to see that you can do it. That's all. So yeah, not to say I'm not excited to have that first drink after this little guy makes his debut Earthside. <laughs> Every time I say that it, when he's like Earthside, I feel I feel like a hippie. In, in the best way possible, I love hippies, but I feel it doesn't feel natural to me to say Earthside for some reason, but I don't also don't know how else to describe it, if that makes sense. So yeah, excited for that first drink, but have been feeling great not drinking. Honestly, it has not been nearly as hard as I thought it would be. And my 30th birthday was great. And Cody made me feel so loved and special. And I just, you know, there were like, there's a lot of times now that I'm older, I, I've learned that you, like, I just, I think there's a lot of times when you're like, oh, I don't care about it. You don't want to seem like high maintenance, right? But as I've gotten older, I've learned that like, it's okay to care about things, certain things. And I feel like it's like, it's like more socially acceptable to be like, oh, I don't like my birthday. I don't want to do anything crazy, blah, blah, blah. And some people really do feel that way. And I think that that's totally great and fine. And I completely understand. And I think I, for a lot of years, like thought that that was me or thought that that should be me. But then when people wouldn't make a big deal out of my birthday or I didn't do anything, I would get really sad. And then I realized like, oh, maybe you do like celebrating your birthday and that's actually totally fine. Just embrace it. And I think that even if you don't love celebrating your birthday, having like, oh, sorry, needed a talking break for a second. Having like, a partner or a friend or something, just like do a little something special for you on your birthday. Even if your birthday isn't your favorite thing in the world to celebrate, like it's always nice to feel celebrated in one way or another. And I'm so happy that Cody celebrates me. He just makes me feel so loved, especially on my birthday. And he like the whole week before he was like, baking me all of these different things. And like, he gave me a little present every single day of the week. And like, I mean, it makes me want to cry. Like it was just, he was so sweet. And I think like, especially this year, like turning 30 and like, oh my God, not going to cry. I'm just feeling so much love towards my husband turning 30, but also being pregnant. And like, there's just so many changes and I don't know. He just made me feel really loved and special. <laughs> I was doing so fucking well, like second trimester of this pregnancy, like not crying. And the last week, week, not week, the like the past weekend leading up to today, like so many little things have just made me cry. Not even in a bad way, just like right now, like these are happy tears. Like I'm just like, they're, they've more been happy tears. Like it's more been like good cries, which is great, but it's just funny. Like it's coming out of nowhere. So anyway, he just made me feel really loved and appreciated. And I think that like, I think that it's just nice when, I think it's just nice to have someone who can make you feel that way. And it's okay if you want to feel that way. I think a lot of times like it comes off, you don't want to come off high maintenance or you don't want to come off needy or whatever it is, but like it's okay to want to feel loved and appreciated. And I just, even with my friends who like don't necessarily love their birthday, I just always make sure to like let them know how loved and appreciated they are. Maybe send them some cookies or send them food, whatever it is, whatever they like, just a little something just to let them know that you're happy that they were born, even if they don't love celebrating their birthday, because I think everybody wants to hear that. And I just love people's birthdays and I love celebrating the people I love. 
And I'm so thankful to have people in my life who make me feel loved. And I don't even know what the hell that that one, that little rant was about, you guys, but that's just how I feel. And I just don't want you guys to be scared to ask for that kind of love and appreciation from people because I feel like everybody deserves it. And it's it's never high maintenance to ask for that or to want that from the people in your life. And it's okay and it's wonderful to want to celebrate your life. And I just want to remind everyone of that because I feel like there's like a weird, sometimes people feel like they don't need to celebrate their birthdays or whatever, but why not celebrate your beautiful life? You know, we're all beautiful, we're alive and we might as well celebrate it. So that, yeah, my 30th birthday was good and I'm really happy to be in my 30s and I'm really excited for my 30s. I feel, I feel ready and it's, it's really exciting. Yeah, I'm excited. Excited to be here in the 30s. It's crazy. I mean, I don't really feel any different than like I did when I was 29 or fucking 28. <laughs> I definitely feel different than I did when I was like 24 or 22, 23. I was lost. My 23rd birthday, I was like, I was like sad. I remember. But... I made it out the other side. So there's hope for anyone who feels a little bit sad on their birthday. It always gets better, I promise. And yeah, speaking of birthdays, well, this isn't really a birthday. It's an anniversary, but today is my parents' 35th wedding anniversary. And those two are so in love and just like the ultimate example of love. And they've been the best example growing up and I'm so thankful to have them and I'm so thankful to have an example like that in my life and oh my god I'm like burping and breathing and all of those things so so sorry for like the extra ASMR in this episode of my breathing noises and like the slight burps that are coming out but I literally cannot control them oh my god yesterday I peed in my pants when I sneezed, full on peed. Like, like my pants were wet. Like I had pee, like you could see the pee from the, from the outside looking in. You could see the pee on my pants. I just sneezed and like actual, like an actual gust, not a gust, like an actual, like an actual pee flow came out. (laughs) I don't know the word I'm looking for. But yeah, okay. Anyway, so I asked my parents, my wonderful parents, I said, what is one piece of advice you each have to make marriage last for 35 years? I texted them that and I'm going to read you what they said. My dad, he is a man of many words. He loves to chat, but he doesn't love to text. So the only thing he said was communication. That's his advice, communication which is true. You got to be a good communicator. You got to communicate. He's not wrong. And my mom responded after that. And she said, LOL, that's what I was typing. So I guess talking and listening with your heart as well as your ears. Pick a best friend. It's easy to love your best friend. Everything else falls into place. And I just thought that that was really sweet. And it's a good little... It's a good little thing to think about. And I would love to have them on the pod one day. My mom is a teacher, so it's hard because when I'm recording, she's usually teaching. So would love to have them on and we could we could chat to them even more. And I feel like that would be a really fun episode. So maybe we'll do that soon. But yeah, so that is like my way longer than I thought it was going to be life update. Just rant, ranting. I mean, it's mainly the entire episode, but there is something in pop culture that we need to talk about. And you guys already know what it is. And if you don't, congratulations, because that means that you're offline. And I'm really jealous because I'm online a lot. I'm like, I'm online, you know, I'm always online. And if you have no idea what I'm about to talk about, love that for you. So, jealous, but also you need to learn. 
our queen, Taylor Swift, who I love so dearly and who is one of, you know, you guys know how much I love Taylor Swift. She's got a new romantic partner in her life and I'm so fucking excited about this. And let me tell you why. So Taylor Swift is dating Travis Kelsey, the tight end for the Kansas City Chiefs. And this is truly my two worlds colliding. Now, this is another reason why I feel as though I need to be more vocal about the things that I love. I talk about that all the time, actually, when it comes to Taylor Swift, because I've been a fan of hers, you know, since I was 15. I went to the Fearless Tour when I was 16. And I've been a fan of hers for so long. And, but like, I'm not the most like vocal fan. And so sometimes everybody is freaking out about this thing that I've been internally freaking out about or freaking out about with like, just like the people that are close to me and not publicly. And then it just, I just feel like I'm late to the trend, even though I've been on top of the trend, you know? And Travis Kelsey is one of those things. So I, you know, got very into the Kelsey brothers, Travis and Jason, when they were playing each other in last year's Super Bowl. They had their podcast together, New Heights, and I watched every single clip. I followed them. I followed the podcast like forever ago on TikTok. And I would send my best friend like every single clip of them talking because I was like, I fucking love these guys. I love them so much. I don't know what it is. I love them. I have been Travis and Jason's fan. I mean, not as long as a lot of like Chiefs and Eagles fans have been, obviously, but like I have loved them. I love them. They're like, I've loved them for, you know, at least like a year now. Okay. It's not like crazy long, but it's longer than a lot of people right now. So I've just like always thought they were so great. And I remember since I followed the New Heights podcast, I saw them talk about him wanting to give Taylor Swift a friendship bracelet when he went to the concert in Kansas City. He wanted to give her a friendship bracelet with his number on it. And I thought to myself like, oh my God, my two worlds would just be colliding if Travis Kelsey actually dated Taylor Swift. That'd be crazy. And then now my 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 dream is happening. And let me tell you, it's better than I could have ever imagined. I mean, have you seen now? Now they've actually made it public. Like they've been spotted this past weekend holding hands out in New York, living their fucking best lives And it is amazing. I mean, those two, those two look good together. They look amazing, like so hot. Everybody's hot. And he is like protecting her. And he's just this like big protector. And he loves the fact that she's Taylor Swift and not the fact that she's like, hiding in her room like Joe liked. Like he loves the fact that she is Taylor Swift because she is a powerhouse and she wears the fucking pants and he he like likes that about her and he's like embracing the fact that he's dating Taylor Swift and not trying to like hide from the paparazzi and stuff. And I just think this is like what she deserves. And I also think it's what he deserves. He's amazing too. Like I just think they're both great separately and that's why they work so get so well together in real life. Well, I don't know them in real life. So I can't actually tell you that they work well together in real life, but it just makes me really happy because they both seem really happy and like it it just makes sense to me why they would work out from what I know about both of them not knowing them personally. And I I really love to see it. Like I do. I will be honest. I think like what the NFL is doing is like complete overkill. Like let's focus on the fucking football games. Like, I mean, I'm just saying like, it's just like there's more people that watch these NFL games than just like Swifties. So we need to like, just like cater to the football fans a bit more. I feel like, cause it's probably so fucking annoying for them. But seeing her at the games is also like so exciting. Like I love watching her cheer for football and like just be like just watch football and like have fun and hang out with his parents. And like, there's like a video of like his dad talking to her. And like, I just love seeing her like have like 
the conversations with the parents where she's like laughing and she's like, yeah, oh my God, totally. Like just like seeing her be like normal and like having to talk to this guy's family, this guy that she likes having to like meet the parents and like interact with the parents and charm the parents. And I just, I just love it. But at the same time, it's like not everybody who watches the football games, like loves Taylor Swift the way that I do and the way that the Swifties do. And so it might get a little annoying for them. And like, we want to tread lightly with the football watchers of America because they have a loud voice too. And we don't want that. We don't want to beef with them. We want to all get along. So the NFL probably should calm down. They need to calm down, you know, just a little bit. But other than that, I'm so here for it. And I'm just, I just love it so much. And I just think they're great together. They seem great together. I really love him. Really obviously love her as I'm sitting here wearing a sweatshirt with her face all over it. And I'm just excited about the whole thing, honestly. And that's really all I have to say about it. I mean, I'll keep talking about it. I'm sure as time goes on, I wish them nothing but the best. I hope that the world can like keep their cool a little bit more because I don't want to freak them out because I really want this to work, you guys. So I don't want to scare them because we're all so excited about it. And hopefully we won't scare them. But there is so much coverage of the whole thing that like it's a lot, but I think they can both handle it. I know she can, but I think he can too. So I just want them to be happy and like respected in their relationship. So, yeah. So that's all I'm going to say about it. But I do love it. And I'm excited. And I'm excited to see, you know, what happens, if anything. So, yeah. Now, that is the end of the episode today. I'm so, like, we didn't even get to a story time or a journal time. I actually, all of my journal time questions are in my car right now. So we couldn't have gotten to a journal time anyway, but that's okay. We need some new story time questions anyway. So make sure you leave a voicemail. And if you're not on the Geneva, make sure you join that. If you need a link to it, you can go on the circle time podcast at circle time pod. And in my highlights, there's a link to the Geneva And make sure you, you know, give this episode five stars and leave a good, nice, sweet, but honest review. And, you know, all the other things that you're supposed to do. Mainly just be sweet and kind and love each other and keep circling. That's the main thing. And I just really... I'm so thankful for all of you and so thankful to have a place to talk to you guys about all of the craziness of my life. And I hope that you liked today's episode. I know there was a lot of pregnancy talk and updates and stuff, but that's what's going on. So thank you for listening. Thank you for circling. Thank you for being so wonderful. And I love you all so much. And I'll talk to you next week. note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.